Hey tribe, I hope you are all doing fine. Welcome to another episode of What's the Tea? Mimi from Mimi to You Cakes is our special guest today and I had so much fun talking to her. She's a wife, business owner and a mum to four children and today we discuss how she started, the trouble she's faced along the way, the amazing things that's happened to her since becoming a mother, what it's like running a business and raising a large family. As always, here's a disclaimer that we have children, we are mothers, so there may be some rustlings and some noises in the background, but we're not going to let that stop our flow. Hey lovely mamas, today's episode is brought to you by Tide Business Current Accounts. When I was searching for the best place to open a business current account, I came across Tide and was impressed with the fact that they aim to spark inspiration and encourage people to discover their entrepreneurial spirit. Tide saves people time and money by making it easy for entrepreneurs to start their business and do what they love. Tide is actually the only place in the UK where you can register a limited company and open a business account all in one process and all for free. What's even better is that they cover the £12 incorporation fee with Companies House so you can start your business journey easily with Tide. It's a very simple process that can be done in minutes. Tide business current accounts charge no monthly fees and come with many features to make your life as an entrepreneur easier, such as included account integrations, schedule payments, and my personal favorite, easy invoicing. I love how I can send, pay, and track invoices through their easy to use intuitive system. To start your business with Tide today, visit www.tide.co-start and have a look at the terms and conditions in the show notes. Hey, Miriam, Mimi. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for asking. Cool. So I'm just going to go straight into it. So the format is I'll ask you this or that questions, and then we'll just go into chatting about motherhood, business, life. Um, so yeah, <laughs> shoot ahead. Well, first question, cake and ice cream or cake and custard? Oh, custard, cake and custard. Cake and custard, all right, cool, 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 cool. It's brownie and ice cream. Yeah, your cake connoisseur, of course you will know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. Would you prefer a home-cooked meal or takeout? Home-cooked meal. Nice. Um, Family holiday or a couple's holiday? Oh... At this point in time, I would say couples holiday. <laughs> I don't know for them kids. <laughs> Do not blame you, sis. Do not blame you. Okay, shoes or bags? Ah, shoes. TV. Do you know why? Because I have like kids, so I have big bags. But shoes yeah, yeah. can be fire. Yeah, no, I hear that. I hear that. Yeah. When you're a mom, with so many kids, what 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 fine bag are you carrying? You can't carry no Birkin bag. What's gonna fit in a Birkin bag? Exactly. I like that analogy, <laughs> to be fair. Um TV on or TV off? Oh, depends on what's going down. Okay, okay. TV off. TV off, okay. Destiny's child or escape? Oh, escape. 
Okay, old school <laughs> vibes. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's easier, looking after girls or looking after boys? Oh lord, boys. Boys are easier. Hi. My girls are showing me pepper every day. Yeah, to be fair, let me not even lie. Eden is seven months. She's showing me pepper, so I get it. 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 <laughs> summer or winter? Summer. Some people like winter, you know. I hear you, but I was born in Nigeria. It's hot all the time. Okay, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, me, I prefer personally. I'm a winter person, or I don't. Hey. Really you know what it is. You can be so hot and take off all your clothes and still be roasting hot, sweating, everything like a pig. With winter, true. you know you can put on your nice heart. Oh, that's true. A nice water bottle, wrap yourself in a like onesie. That is true. I do like the cuddles and the sofa with the blanket yeah. and part. Yeah. But you know what? Summer, you just sweating. Everyone's it's sweating. True. That's true. I, I don't, I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan. <laughs> Um, are you a big spender or a save your coin, sis? I'm a save my coin, sis. Okay, girl. And my last question is Beyonce or Kelly? Kelly. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> you know what it was? Beyonce was always popular, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. Kelly wasn't that popular, but I felt like Kelly just had this thing about her. And obviously she was really slim and I was really slim. I just sort of like bonded to her because I felt like, yeah, it was, it's always been Kelly. Okay. All right. Well, to be fair, I'm, I'm a bit both. I, I used to be hardcore Beyonce and now I'm like, oh my gosh, Kelly, all the way. So I'm like, mm, don't know. But okay, cool. Thank you. Thank you so much for answering those questions. I appreciate it. Um, so tell us a bit about yourself, your family, your background, your business, whatever you want us to know. <laughs> um, yeah, so my name is Miriam. Everyone calls me Memes because my business is Mimi Tea Cakes. Um, this has been running for 10 years now. <gasps> no way! Um, over 10 years, yeah, over 10 years now. I know it sounds mad, isn't it? Like when you say it out loud, but yeah, over 10 years. And I'm married. Um, I've got four kids. Um, oh. For two boys, two girls. Wow. Um, and what are the ages? Um, eight, seven, five, and one. Wow. So it's a, it's a busy, it's a busy house. Wow. <laughs> it's a busy house. And, um, Right, so yes, I'm married. I'm married to Emmanuel from the E-Man Effect. Big up E-Man. Um, and he's doing amazing things. So obviously I support him in that as well. As well as just being a general wife, mum, entrepreneur, all of that. All of that, nice. all of that. Nice. And where, where are you from, like, location-wise? Okay, so, oh gosh, I have a bit of a moving about story. So I was born in Nigeria, moved to the UK, lived in Ireland for a bit, but now the UK is my permanent base and I live in Bromley. South London, massive. Have you always lived in South London? You know what? Yes. When we moved back, actually, no. I've kind of gone north for a bit, <laughs> and then, <laughs> but that was not out of my control, basically. But then, since we've come back down south, it's always been south. I south. can't imagine living up north. There's I've no always lived place in, south. in this world like South London. I don't think you understand. Like, when, when people say they're like from anywhere else apart from South London, I'm like. 
are you from a different country or <laughs> the amount of times i have to say to manuel babe where's this place i don't have to sort of google map it to check because <laughs> yeah. I, I literally don't know it's actually so bad like girls from south we rarely venture out it's like you've got everything no, you need where are you going where was it east was east london ill okay no, <laughs> stratford, stratford is in east i don't mind i don't mind myself for stratford i'm not going further than that Mm-mm. no Mm-mm. no I'm not going further than that. But doing cakes has made me have to travel all over London. So it's quite interesting to see different places and different parts of London. <laughs> we're talking like we're, we're, we're tourists. <laughs> We've ventured outside of South East London. <laughs> there's a world outside South. Oh, gosh. No, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. No, South definitely. Definitely. Okay, cool. So you mentioned that you've been doing cakes for 10 years. That is amazing. That's crazy. 10 years. Wow. Um, can you tell us a bit more about, you know, Mimi's, Mimi Tea Cakes and how, how you started? Oh, gosh. So basically, I always used to bake. So I did a degree in hospitality management and I wanted, and I started training as a chef because um, I wanted to be a chef. Mm. And then my mum was like, you want to go and be a chef? Do you know that you're a black woman? Oh, wow. So she kind of just shut down that idea. So okay. I was in the management route for a while. And um, I had to stop working due to family issues and stuff like that. And then I just mm-hmm. started baking. And then people just started asking me to make cakes. And that was like two, summer 2009. So people just kept saying, oh, can you make me a cake? Can you make me a cake? And then I just started making cakes. And, and it just kept going on from there and there in between four kids taking a break mm. um people have always just yeah people have been very supportive i have some people that have followed me since day one and mm-hmm. now i've made like their wedding cakes baby bridal shower cakes baby shower cakes first oh. birthday cakes and stuff like that so there are people that have been with me from day they, one and, yeah and, you know i'm lucky that um i've built up this business and i have some good 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 customers so i can't i'm thankful that's because so there's so many people that have given up this business mm. or have started and just it hasn't worked out for them and they've had to just put it down but I'm grateful and I'm thankful that I've got a supportive husband because sorry cake life is not it's not easy but he's quite understanding and supportive and stuff so it helps it helps so let me delve a bit further into that last quote cake life is not easy <laughs> me i like cake i like cake that it, if you know me mom's on tea tea cake they go hand in hand so i can me i can eat cake all day every day for me cake is easy you know mm. of course being on the other side having to make the cakes and you know it actually being your business mm-hmm. tell us a bit more about you know why 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 it's not easy and and kind of what are the kind of challenges you faced and how you've overcome them like i think if I'm being completely honest, the biggest challenge I faced is customers because mm. they can be very demanding mm. and it's taking me a long time, not a long time, but it's taking me lessons through lessons on how to interact with customers and right. how to put systems in place. That means that I can't make mistakes anymore mm-hmm. or I always have to like triple check everything before I sign off on it. Even mm-hmm. if I'm not hundred percent sure, I will still message. Even though they've told me, I will still message. And one thing I learned was that um, if someone says something on the phone, I always have to write it down and send it back to them right? so that they can confirm. Because when I first started this business, I was quite naive. 
um, in it because I was just making, I was good at making cakes. I made cakes mm. that tasted nice, mm, but I didn't mm. understand the business side. Business of things, side. And I had to learn yeah. um, as I went along on th- like on mistakes I'd made and mm. things I had done that you know no one's telling you. So right. um, I, I just had to put systems in place. I have systems upon systems upon systems, so I don't make mistakes. Mm. Um, I, I like I said I write down everything I write lists I make sure I, I always have to make sure like I for things for next week I'm already preparing this week yeah because yeah. I need to make sure that I have everything at home by Sunday so right. I'm not scrambling and especially now in COVID where everything takes an extra two three days I have to be a week ahead of everything because if not I'll get caught up and then there'll just be issues and then I'll end up spending money just randomly because I've had to pay express delivery to get stuff so yeah wow okay cool so yeah like i said i mean i like to eat cake but i've (laughs) never thought of actually running a cake business and and you know you do go on your instagram you do literally how many cakes would you say you do like a month hundreds must be i wish it was hundreds it's not there was a there was a point in time i was doing like 10 cakes a week and then (laughs) i've had to slow down ever since i had my fourth I've had to really slow down because my body's not the same anymore. I can't push it as I used to push it, but I do on average about five now. Um, a week. Yeah, but even that, week, yeah. that, yeah. even that, I mean, that's a lot of cake. <laughs> it is, but like, I've, like I said, I've, with, with the kids and work, I've had to get them into a routine. Mm. I've had to, they've had a routine since they were born and every child I've had has just entered the same routine. That's good. Because it's just easier to have a routine because it means that um, my day is structured yeah, and planned out properly. And then if anything happens, I can, there's always leeway in the timings of things. But if they're in a routine, it makes, because we know what we're supposed to do at any given time, it makes mm-hmm. my systems and my processes processing easier. Easier. Yeah. Okay. That's a good, that's a good point, you know, in terms of like, of course you've got four kids. <laughs> if you didn't have a routine, I'd be like, sis, <laughs> how are you even doing this? Because you're a wife, you're a mum, you've got a business, you know, like it's, it's you, on top of however many other hats that you wear. Like if you, if there's no sort of system in place and routines and that, it'd be quite hard. And obviously we'll, we'll yeah. discuss we'll discuss like in terms of routines and how you do it all like in a little bit but yeah like I've I completely appreciate like what you do and and how it's taking you 10 years to get to this point but you know you're now comfortable and you've everything's just kind of fit in right yeah 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 I am I am um no I mean I'm always trying to change and I'm always trying to pivot and I'm always trying to not stay in the same place like um one thing I've learned from my husband and his business is like he's always trying to evolve Mm. and always trying to see what's the next step Mm -hmm. and I if I'm being honest I never used to do that I was quite happy just making cakes and you know just doing what I knew I was good at and being happy with that but then when COVID not really when COVID did because I'd already made the decision I wanted to make changes before Mm -hmm. COVID came Mm -hmm. and I'd set out a plan for like the next two years of where I wanted to be and the steps I had to, to make to achieve that dream by 20 I think it was 2021 was the dream but you know probably have to push it forward mm-hmm. and um so yeah and then um when COVID hit I was like wow you know this was not part of my plans it's not yeah. in my vision board for 2020 yeah but um 
I really had to sit down and think, okay, what are we going to do? We have to do other things that I probably wouldn't have done um, pre-COVID, like the treat boxes and the cake slices and doing just buttercream cakes because they're easier and smaller for customers and things like that. Um, even doing the Christmas treat boxes this year, you know, it's not something I thought, I, I saw other people doing it, but I was like, mm, it's not really my thing. Mm. But with, excuse me, with everything going on this year, you just have to pivot. You have to just change how things are because the status quo doesn't run anymore. Yeah. Like yeah. things are not normal. So you have yeah. to change with the times. And I'm not going to lie, it wasn't, I'm not someone that likes change. Okay. Like I like things the way they are. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't such an easy process for me, but it was a process I had to go through and I'm better for it at the end because I know that, okay, if anything comes, I can just sort of say, okay, cool, sit down, work out what you need to do and just implement the plan. I always have to have a plan. And then once yeah. I have a plan of action, then I'm good. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I really appreciate it. And you've actually answered my next question, which was obviously weddings and parties and, and everything have been kind of called off this year. <laughs> Everything's been called off this year, boy. Um, <laughs> But, um, and, you know, just kind of asking you what you've had to ins- what you've had to do to ensure that your business still stands. So you've obviously mentioned pivoting and, and the cake boxes and having a plan and, and kind of sticking to it. But of course, yeah. 2020. <laughs> 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 so that is that is a dust. That's, <laughs> I can't even I have no words. Just 2020 in it. 2020 full stop (laughs) yeah like it's been so important I guess for a lot of business owners to really look and think all right cool how can I pivot and how can I do it fast because times are changing times are evolving things are moving fast um this is the direction the world seems to be going in how can my business fit into that so you know you've said you're you're someone that doesn't really like change um was that difficult for you it was like I'm not gonna lie, like when lockdown happened, um, and people started cancelling, I was like, Heesh, what mm. am I going to do? Like for literally like maybe like a month, two months, I literally was just like, What am I going to do? Yeah. Um, the first thing I did was like, Okay, if people still want cakes, are you gonna stay? Because I know some businesses closed, some cake businesses closed during lockdown. But then I made the decision, I was like, This is my full time job. I was like, If mm. people want cakes, I will I will make cakes for whoever messages me to say they want a cake. Um, I didn't put it out there that I was open, but most mm. people just said, "Are you making a cake? Are you still making cakes? Can you can you, is my still my child's birthday or partner's birthday or do you know what I mean? Whatever um, event they wanted to celebrate, people just message me and I'm like, yeah, I am. And then what I did was I offered smaller cakes, and I think people right. appreciated that because normally I always make big, massive cakes, so. Because I offered smaller Honestly, cakes, people are like, oh, this this really let me, helps. Let me, like, let me just cut you there. Your cakes are lit. Your cakes are, I mean, you say you're making smaller cakes. Sis, your cakes are amazing. They're huge. They're big, bold, bright, exactly what you need them to be. Like, your cakes are amazing. So I can't even think you, like, shrinking that down and making that's it smaller. Like, that's actually, that's hurting my heart. That's so sad. <laughs> I guess you've got to do what you've got to do sorry yeah you have to so I ended up making smaller cakes and people were receptive to it obviously because if they knew that we were trying to work with the situation of not having massive parties and stuff and yeah so people were very appreciative of that and then obviously I did the treat boxes and the cake size boxes and people have really enjoyed that as well because again people are at home 
they don't they might not have the chance to go to parties and stuff but they still want something to help them or give them that pick me up so the treat boxes mm. and the cake size boxes have been something else that they've really enjoyed so yeah that's really good yeah no i really appreciate that and oh, 2020 <laughs> it's, it's one for the history books boy literally literally one for the history book okay cool so my next question is so obviously your husband mm-hmm. is who he is emmanuel uh, my my husband's best friend as well mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what the connection is um but he's quite well known in the finance field and i know yeah. he's equally as busy as you um how do you both do it all? I guess he'll be here to, he should be here to answer this question, but in terms of like, you know, you having a husband that's really, really busy, how are you coping with all you do and four kids and everything else? Um, we have a shared calendar, okay. number one. So I see all his appointments and sometimes if I feel like it gets too much, I'll block out days. Okay. In his diary, mm-hmm. and if he wants to unblock them, he has to give me a good reason why he's unblocking those. That's things. hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> I am howling. <laughs> <laughs> so, because I'll be like, "Why did you do that?" And he'll be like, "I'm like, okay, cool, I understand." But if I say like he's he's doing too much, I'll be like, "Okay, Saturday and Sunday, um, you're not working. You're taking time off, kind of thing." Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, we both have busy schedules, so we try and always make time to just have some downtime to yeah. just relax and say connect and say, okay, how was your day? How was your day? Is there anything that you need help with? Is there anything I need help with? Um, nine times out of ten, we always have like um, brainstorming sessions, like in the morning and talking through the day. Because um, I help out with his business more on the admin side, so if I need to do quick fire emails, I just be like let's sit down for like ten minutes. Let's, give me what I need to do and then we'll just take it from there so um I think we've especially lockdown we've learned to work around each other but work with each other as well because we are, we are both working from home mm-hmm. so um yeah we've just learned to just know how to just be in the same space together but still support and help each other and know when okay because sometimes I'll be in the kitchen till late and he'll literally just come and be like girl down tools come and sit down it's it's been a long day so far and I know we still have to wake up tomorrow and do the same thing as well and sometimes I'll be like okay like babes meetings are done now if there's anything left come on sit down and it's it's really helped with our health with our health as well because you find Mm. you're just too tired to do anything and because you're just pushing 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 and obviously with what he does he has to keep pushing 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 but yeah it's my job to stop him pushing so that he mm. can be better tomorrow basically yeah no that's so really beautiful that's really really beautiful actually uh, um i might be stealing that idea of the shared calendar <laughs> to be honest <laughs> <laughs> literally blocking out his time and saying you need permission to change this you can't just be changing this anyhow but it's so true you know what it's about Basically, what I'm getting from you is just being intentional. Like, you have to be intentional. Otherwise, it's just not going to work. Like, if you have to literally, if you have to do something practical, like, all right, cool, let's share a calendar. Let's block this time out. This is for me and you. This is for me and the kid. This is for your your time for your business. You know, like, it, it, can, it can get very hard when you're both. Yeah. It's, just, it's just somebody running a full-time business. Anyway, that's, that in, in and of itself is difficult. Talk less your husband now doing it as well you have 
all these children that you've got to look after. I mean, four, wow. But that's really nice to hear that, you know what, actually doing practical things to help make sure that you're both looking after each other and looking after yourselves is so important. I mean, we've got to be having more of these conversations. Like, how do you practically do these things? Because, yo, marriage isn't easy full stop. Do you know what I mean? So definitely how yeah how how will we best supporting one another another thing we've started doing is we go for walks mm-hmm. so in the morning if the weather is good we'll get the baby in the buggy drop, mm-hmm. after we drop the kids at school we'll go for a walk yeah about an hour awesome. and we just talk and it's different from obviously being at home as well so that's another way we try and just take time out of our bees because sometimes we know that the moment we get, we get into our respective spaces that's it for the rest yeah. of the day yeah, so, yeah, yeah 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 that's nice going for walks yeah, I love a good walk. If only my husband was the same. <laughs> so he's worry, Iman is oh, getting him to walk. do it. Oh, I don't want to walk. Oh, he's cold. Oh, Iman is getting him to do it. Don't worry about that. He better. <laughs> <laughs> but we digress, we digress. Okay, cool. Yeah. So thank you for answering that. What have you learned about yourself since becoming a mother? So obviously your oldest is eight. eight. Yeah. Um, you've been a mum for, you've been in this game for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what have you learned about, you know, yourself? And has, ha, do you, do you reckon the version of yourself has changed per child? Does that make sense? Like, do you have to yeah. change every time you have a new child? Because, like, I mean, four. <laughs> and I keep saying four. You know, because I've got two and I'm like, my brain is scattered most of the time. I don't understand. Like, I'm looking at one. This one is now Eden's on the move. I'm like, hey, come back. Ez is running around. I'm just like, whoa. So I can't imagine double that and doing. So that's why I'm just like, yeah, four. Um, <laughs> what did I? What do I know about myself? Oh lord, oh, that's a good question. No one's ever asked me that question. Um, I don't know. Hi, gosh, this question has stumped me. <laughs> um, Take the time I guess the cliche answer is like I'm str- I'm stronger than I thought I was. Mm. Um, there's so many layers to that answer. It hasn't necessarily been the easiest of journeys before I became a mum. Yeah, and then um, becoming a mum. It's something I always knew I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you asked me when I was a child, what did you want to be? I was like, I wanted to be a mom. Like, I loved kids. So having my own kids, sometimes I'm like, wow, they're mine. Mm-hmm. I brought them into this world. Do you know what I mean? And I, I know I'm quite a tough person. I'm, I'm probably the stricter of the parent with our, within our kids. But at the same time, um, I don't know, like... I, I just have this drive and passion mm. to make them the best, the best version, a better version of me. Mm. Sometimes it's not a good thing because I'm always pushing to be better. Like Emmanuel will be like, because they'll get like 19 out of 20. I'm like, what happened to the other one? And he'll be like, Mims, they just got 19 out of 20. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, and I have to now say to myself, okay, Mims, it's amazing. Tell them that. It's, I tell them that it's amazing. Do you know what I mean? Um, I'm not, I don't think I'm the same mum I was when I first had Malachi to the mum I am now. Right. I think my girls have made me a bit softer. 
that's why I said it's easier with boys because I'm very I was very much a tomboy so it was easier to do the rough and the tumble and all of that stuff with the boys but when I had girls and I had one of the girliest girls you could imagine like all singing <laughs> dancing make up the whole shebang girl so cute so she's made me had to have to like just dial down and just get more in touch with my softer side mm-hmm. so yeah I don't think I'm the same mum from Malachi that I am to Mia and ah Mia this girl she's special your one year old <laughs> she's 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 like sometimes I look at her and I'm like you're an amazing baby you literally <laughs> some of the things like today she started counting she just started counting yesterday I was like how did you even learn how to count she's like yeah, yeah. okay you know what, well, these kids are so clever. And especially because she's, you know, number four. So she mm-hmm. is picking up everything, everything from around her, from what her siblings are doing. She, yeah, she's definitely... We've got a running joke of all the words that she can say, but she can't say mummy. And the <gasps> list is getting bigger and bigger. No, that's hilarious. <laughs> and like, she, she like, the other day she said ketchup. She said ketchup, <gasps> like, she said. And I said, say mummy. <laughs> She's she laughing. Said oh, she's doing it on purpose. <laughs> That's hilarious. She she said ketchup and not mummy. Yeah. 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 She's playing you. She's playing yeah, you, sis. She's playing That's you, sis. That's actually so funny. Bless her. Oh. <laughs> um random question. Mm-hmm. Do you ever get sick of cake? Oh god, yeah. <laughs> Because you are literally churning them out, like you know how many times I've gone to a man and I'm like, look here, yeah, I'm throwing his business in the bin. <laughs> yeah, of course. yeah. And then he'll just sit me down and be like, what's going on? What's happened now? And you know, and then I'll go through it, and he'll be like, okay, this is what you need to do or what you need to say. And then I'm like, okay. And then some days I'm just like, I just won't take any orders because I just don't want to see. I just tell people, so sorry, much. I'm fully, I'm fully booked. <laughs> you know, but you get, you get. I think, yeah, like I said, you just get some, some, some customers, and they just make you question, like, why am I even doing this? But majority mm. of the time, I have like the most amazing customers, and you know, they, and when you get some reviews, and it just makes you realize that what you're doing is a good good thing and like I'm not even gonna lie like the last couple of days I've been feeling a bit because you know when you meet someone and you're like what do you do and you're like oh I make cakes and they're like oh cake and they give you that oh cake what and do yeah you, wait, wait, wait. let's just first of all are you dumb do you know how much these cakes cost and you're turning out at one point you said you were doing like 10 cakes a week what sis is making money from these don't even look at cake and be like oh cake yeah i know but obviously compared to someone who's like i'm a data analyst or i'm a computer computer engineer stuff like that when you say you make cakes people like oh that's nice you know they give you that that's nice that's no 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 no. i'm not having that i'm not having that because like like chefs okay you you make food okay like it's still a job and it's still a fantastic job people are bakers people have um run bakeries you know uh, all this uh, what's it patisserie valerie or whatever it's called (laughs) people have shops where they bake cakes what you what what i think maybe it's more of like an african thing because you know like every african 
they want their child to be lawyers or doctors or accountants and stuff like that. So, ah man, come on, the world has evolved from that, man. Come on, you'd be surprised. Not really, you know, not really. No, as but it's like, funny because like parents need to realize that the world has evolved from that. Like that's not the only way that you can, you know, be successful or mm. like make money or do you know what I mean? I think like what what made me laugh was like I think I made some wedding cake or something mm. and someone one of my uncles or something in America stumbled across it or something like that and he sent the picture to my dad um and my dad was like ma'am look your uncle saw this wedding cake that you made I haven't even seen it oh it's fantastic you know he was proud because someone else was telling him how amazing this cake even though like you know every six months you're like oh I used to making cakes kind of thing <laughs> we know your parents don't run your business. <laughs> oh no. So I think like obviously now that people go up to them and be like, Oh, your child made this amazing cake and now they're like, Okay, cool, you know, it's it's good, but yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Sis, don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. I mean, like, I respect what you do. I, I feel like what you do is amazing. You, you you bring a lot of joy to a lot of people. Like you said, like, you're literally an instrumental part of, like, people's weddings, like, people's bridal showers, baby showers, like, children's first birthdays. Like, don't get it twisted. That's an important thing. And for me, the party is the cake. I'm so sorry. If you have a rubbish cake, then the party is not really going to be a good party for me anyway so like you literally are bringing so much joy you're bringing people together anything to do with food don't ever underestimate that do you know what i mean like that's yeah you're doing you're doing bits don't ever let anybody make you feel like oh you just you make cake what no way it's amazing and i know that bang 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 balance is uh you know so (laughs) anyways i guess this is the reality you know I, i would have never have thought that from listening to you and talking to you and seeing how amazing your business is doing and how much it's grown over the years. Um, but you never know until you speak to someone, innit? Yeah, definitely. Mm. Mm. But yeah, like, just know that we appreciate you, sis. Okay. What does a normal day look like for you, mum or four? <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. Normal day. Um, the alarm goes off between six and seven every morning. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, when you say alarm, do you mean like one of the kids just comes and slaps you in the face? No, or? no, oh. virtual. An actual alarm. Because, you know, the other day, I'm not even going to lie. Ezekiel woke up and he found it appropriate to come and literally he slapped me in the face. And I was like, well, damn, I clearly don't need an alarm clock anymore. What's going on? I was so, sh- you know, you woke up like, I thought I got slapped in my dream or something. I woke oh, up. Oh, no. I was confused. <laughs> That's what I was asking. At least you kids are not rude like Ez. Slapping, slapping your whole mum in the face. What? Hilarious. No, so the alarm goes off between six and seven. Um, the kids get up at seven every morning. Mm-hmm. They have a shower, breakfast, and we're out of the house by 8.30. Latest to get them down mm-hmm. to school before nine o'clock. But normally by 8.40, 8.45, drop them off. And then I come home. Um, sometimes if Mia's sleeping, I'll give her breakfast get her settled with her mr tumbles and all of that <laughs> and then nine times out of ten i'll probably go and do emails mm-hmm. try and respond to any correspondence i've got and then if for instance 
and then that no I'll normally do that to about 12 o'clock so by 12 o'clock I'm then in the kitchen mm-hmm. um either starting cake baking doing something cake related and then um lunch comes in and then I keep doing that until about 2 30 and then I go get the kids mm-hmm. from school come mm-hmm. home sort them out homework baking some more in between fitting baking or de- decorating or then making dinner still fitting out decorating or caking <laughs> and then trying to up, up, update instagram at the same time yeah sometimes everything has happened simultaneously mm-hmm. like a well-oiled machine but not at the same time kind of thing and then sometimes i'm on the phone and i'm doing spelling tests or reading or math tests and i'm still baking or decorating it's just it's chaotic but it works basically mm, mm. an organized mess yes and then um but i have but the funny thing is, as much as it says that i have a list of everything i have to do mm. so even though things are going on i'm still ticking off you've done this you've done that you've done this you've done that you've done that yeah. and whatever is not finished just gets taken over to the next day mm-hmm. and then um kids go to bed by like 8 30 and then sometimes i'll still be working or doing stuff to do with cakes till about nine. 9.30 latest, by 10 o'clock, I'm back in the sitting room, catching a bit of downtime before bedtime. So that's basically how the day runs. Um, there is variation to it, but pretty much that's how the day the day goes. And we try and fit in working out and all of that good stuff in there as well. This is busy. <laughs> Do you get a chance to, like, breathe? or? Yeah, at the end of the night. <laughs> When you sit down, you sleep sometimes with a clock with a glass of vino. Listen, I miss that. I'm still breastfeeding, so you drink all the drink for me, okay? You drink it. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much for answering all those beautiful questions. So lovely. Um, I'm gonna move on to part two now. So mm-hmm. obviously you know that we answer people's dilemmas that they send in, and I've got one here that I think mm-hmm. you like especially okay so i'm just gonna read it out hey tenica please can you give me some tips on how to not shout as much as a mum? i found that as i find sorry that as my toddler is getting older and more independent he's doing things that upset and frustrate me but i don't want to keep shouting at him oh oh <laughs> i mean you can go first. The only reason I'm laughing, I'm not laughing at the dilemma. I'm laughing at, I'm laughing because I'm a shouty mum. Right. So, <laughs> so, and I'm trying with the help of my husband to not shout as much. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And just be like, so now what I try and do is I will ask them, can you do this? I'll, I'll, I think I ask them about three or four times to do something. Mm-hmm. And if they don't do it, then they get put on time out, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes if you get find yourself getting frustrated take yourself out of the room mm-hmm. even if sometimes I will go, go and lock myself in the toilet and just be like okay just breathe mm-hmm. take a moment even though the one year old is knocking at the door <laughs> screaming <laughs> but you just, just take sometimes I'll just come upstairs and lock the stair gate 
even though they want you, I can open the stair gate. But that still, that's the story for another day. She can open the stair gate. Wow. But um, I'll come upstairs and just lie down. Be like, okay, I need to take a five minutes out because I know that my top is about to blow. And then I'll go back down and be like, okay, I've asked you to do this. I know she might be a mum of one, so it's not easy to just leave the toddler, but you can put him in a safe place. If, if all else falls, put him in his car seat, his high chair, and mm-hmm. strap him in. Strap him mm-hmm. in. He's not escaping out of that. And just take a moment to just be like, okay, breathe, recent R, and let's try this again. Because kids are going to test you. Mm. There is no doubt about it. Mm. So, and then if, if you've, and I find like, if you say, if you do this, and you, if you, if I'm giving you three warnings. Yeah. If you don't do it after the third warning, you're going on timeout or you're going to your room, nine times out of 10, they will start to take that in. I know she might say that he doesn't understand, but they understand. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where mommy's being serious. They yeah. know, exactly. Yeah. So she, she can use a firm tone without having to shout. Yeah. You know when that mum voice comes on and you're like, yes. I told you already, don't yeah. do that. Yeah. And then again, the, ba- the baby can, will know the voice has changed. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be like, oh, mommy's serious now. Mm-hmm. And if, like I said, if all else fails, just put them somewhere safe. And they will cry and they'll kick and probably scream. And you can just remove yourself from the situation and then come back in and be like, okay, let's deal with this. Let's start all over and deal with this. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really like the points that you've made, um, especially the one where you said, you know, strap them in the high chair they ain't going nowhere and it's true you know they they definitely aren't going anywhere and sometimes it is important to kind of take yourself out wherever possible anyways take yourself out of the situation um even if it's for just 10 seconds and just breathe when you feel like the anger or the frustration or the you know the one your your jerk your knee jerk reaction is to shout or to you know give a a quick tap or you know give a smack or whatever it is you know not condoning any of these I'm not saying these are fantastic ways or whatever you can parent how you want to parent but you know when you when you are feeling like that it's important if wherever possible to kind of take yourself out what is going on here? You know, analyze the situation. Are they looking for more attention? Are they like, for me anyways, I, I try to kind of understand, okay, like what's going on? Why, why is he so upset? Or why are they frustrating me? Or why are they acting quote unquote naughty? Like what's going on in my child's head so that I know how best to respond? Is it because they're trying to look for attention? Is it because they genuinely need my help with something? Am I doing anything in this situation that <clears throat> has led them to be like this. So yeah. for example, am I on my phone all the time and they're looking for my attention? You know, it, like, it, it could be something so random, but not just thinking about myself in that situation. Yeah. I found it really helped as well. Um, <clears throat> like there's so many of these like self-help books and podcasts and so many different things. And of course we are, the majority of us anyways are coming from that mm. kind of old school African kind of yeah. backgrounds where it's like be be was it be seen and not heard and all of that like you you get smacks if you're naughty and I know a lot of us are trying to not be that way you know yeah. uh, or we're Definitely. trying to make sure we're, we're you know we're we're setting a, a higher standard if you like as 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 parents and as individuals for our children so I think it's important and it's it's really it's really nice that you know that, that she's actually asked for this and just been like, oh yeah, this is this is something that's that's bothering me. But there are so many different things that you can do and po- podcasts and books, like I said, you can listen to. Um, 
that you can kind of take your own style and your own yeah. of parenting from that little bits of here because there's again there's so many different yeah, stuff there's never have. one right answer you just need to yeah. find which one works for you works for you 110 percent um yeah i know it's, it's really easy to get frustrated <laughs> um these kids like you said will test you they will definitely test you but again i think it's just looking at the situation holistically and not just seeing it as my child is doing this to annoy me like yeah what's the reason behind it is there anything yeah yeah i don't want to repeat myself but yeah, yeah. i think no definitely definitely yeah. gosh there's so much so much we could say so much to answer in that question so much to unpick i i i definitely i get it i sometimes i feel like i'm a shouty mum as much as i'm trying to do all this you know intentional parenting and work parenting and making sure you know we're like 21st century moms and we're not you know just beating them anyhow like our parents used to do to us um your in your initial knee-jerk reaction is going to be what it yeah, is to shout, yeah. to shout if you're a shouty mom or you know if, you're gonna you're gonna do that and it's gonna be hard yeah. to not but again just being conscious about the, the whole situation and okay why am i so frustrated and sometimes you know what that frustration could be something within yourself as opposed to you know the kid could have just done something really small because you're angry about something else yeah just out on the kid or the first thing the kid's done and you know there's a there's yeah there's a lot to it there's a lot there's a lot yeah yeah good question <laughs> it's a good question no, also, I'm, I'm just thinking like I, I don't, we can I talk really, about it for like and if sometimes if i feel myself getting overwhelmed i'll just be like babes you need to come and deal with this yeah yeah and then he would just step in and be like okay what's what's the matter and then just that taking that that off me just allows my brain to just fizzle down back yeah. to just you know normality so yeah yeah that, that's also that's also another option like i said obviously for for those who are listening who may be single parents it might not be possible to do that which is why the the putting them somewhere safe and taking yourself out and coming back is a good, is a good if, option and yeah if you're single also, sometimes it's good to take a break yeah. If you've got family that you can, you know, just say, I need a break, even if it's like a, an hour, it mm. really helps you just find peace. And then you can be like, okay, I'm re energized and let's do this. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. I know it's hard with lockdown and, you know, it might be difficult even more now because everybody's at home. But if that's the case, like I said, just put them somewhere safe that they can't harm themselves mm-hmm. and just take a moment. Mm-hmm. yeah no um i think another point is like what you what i just picked up on so you know sometimes you just think oh like i don't want to have to ask anybody like it's it's kind of weird and, and and i don't know if anyone else was like this but sometimes i'm just like oh, i don't want to ask for help because i don't want to like i can't do it or i don't yeah. wanna, you know it's, it's my child i should know how to deal with them but actually you're right sometimes it's just okay to have a break look somebody mm-hmm. else take this child and just let me recenter my brain because yeah definitely a lot um <clears throat> even even for me sometimes i find it very hard to just even ask hubby for help like oh you know what i'm getting stressed can you take over like or if Zika's, i don't know playing up in a bath and i'm like oh this is dangerous ah stop please stop like you let's even just be like if not not if you can't handle it but if you feel like you're, you're getting frustrated or just tell me to take over you know let's do yeah t- you take over you you deal with this because i can't so you can do that 
not just with a partner, with family, with friends, with anyone who, who is around you and available to and willing to help. It's important to make sure you're asking for help as well. Mm. Some, um, just off the top of my head, some great podcasts I listen to is like Parenting Junkie. Um, yeah. That's a really good podcast. And um, there's another one by Janet Lansbury as well. Um, that's another one that I, I do listen to on a regular basis. And there are some other books, um, you know, How to Talk So Your Kids Will Listen. That's a really good one um, that I've been uh, well listening to. I say reading. I listen to my books, audio books all the way. I do not have time to read. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like there are there are lots of different resources out there. Um, pick and choose what works for you, and and yeah, um, yeah. Just know that you're not alone. We, we I think most of us are shouty mums, if I'm honest. So yeah, just know that you're not alone, and and thank you for for that wonderful question. And that brings me to the end. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate you. Uh, It's been wonderful getting to know more about the business and how you started and how you're coping and and how you do it all with four kids. Four. Four kids. Um, So, yeah, I appreciate that. Now's the time. Thank you for having me. No, you're so welcome. Now's the time to uh, plug your business. So let everybody know where they can find you, how they can place orders and and everything else um you can find me on instagram mimi to you cakes or my website mimi to you cakes.com and yeah that's it you can email me mimi to you cakes at gmail.com so it's literally simple like perfect mimi to you cakes everyone yeah. give her a follow um order because the like i said i know i paused at one point <laughs> to tell everybody just how lit they look how lit they taste they are literally amazing so beautiful she is very talented very very talented so definitely definitely give her a look for all your cakes all your cake needs birthdays weddings parties all of that you know covid won't let us be great but she's doing smaller cakes now so <laughs> you know holla at your girl okay thank you so much thank you <laughs> Bye. You have been listening to the What's the Tea podcast by Mums and Tea. Thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you again next week for another episode.